The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Some good news this afternoon from Alberta's beef industry. After temporary shutdowns at major meat packing plants this spring because of COVID and the resulting backlogs, things are slowly starting to recover. Of course, you'll remember there were outbreaks at facilities across North America, including the Cargill plant in High River, where three people passed away, and another outbreak at JBS in Brooks, where one worker died. The resulting shutdowns left capacity dramatically reduced, but relief is on the horizon. Janice Tranbert is the president and CEO of Alberta Cattle Feeders Association. And Janice joins me this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Give me an idea of what the past number of months have been like for for members of the association. Uh, You know, it it must have been uh, incredibly difficult. Well, I think that, you know, it, it was frustrating, obviously, as it was for everybody. Um, we we had hoped that uh, we that that the uh, packing plants wouldn't uh, be impacted, but of course, as everyone knows, they were. And the result in the end was about 130,000 head of cattle that have been uh, held back on feedlots, waiting to go into processing. Whoa. So that was a lot. So, I mean, there was a, a lot of money being lost every single day, wasn't there? Well, there sure were. Uh, you know, like we, we, we are estimating that the cost of keeping um, a, a, a cow back is around maybe $354 a head. So, uh, you know, if you think about that over time, that's, you know, we, we estimate in Canada about a half a million a day in extra feeding costs. Wow, and and so for for cattle that were that you were trying to to I guess uh, sell as well or whatever however that works, but I understand that price per head went down dramatically as well. Yeah, we saw you know at the dip at the when when the processing plants were were closed and and reduced, we were seeing uh, drops of. Well, it was a record drop of about $650 per head, but on average, it was about 300 to $450 a head drop. Wow. So, you, you know, you have extra costs in feeding and uh, you're backing up your, your space, to, uh, you know, and, and holding the cattle back. So, um, yeah, it was, it was fairly frustrating. So, Janice, uh, one of the things that uh, that came out of this, I know uh, that, um, you know, leaders, industry leaders, uh, you know, successfully lobbied uh, the federal and provincial governments to, to create a program which which helped out. Um, can you tell us a bit about that and, and what that allowed um, members to, to do over the past number of months? Sure. So, uh, it, we're you know, it's called a, a set-aside program. So, from mm-hmm. the federal government, we got $50 million, and that was a 60-40 split with the province. So, by the time everything was sort of figured out, it came out to about $43 million that was available for cattle feeders um, to to cover these extra costs of, of for feed when they were holding cattle back. Um, what that did for us 
is it helped to regulate cattle moving in because you know as you can imagine if you're holding your cattle back and you're not sure what's going to happen you're getting a little bit panicked uh, the prices mm-hmm. are going down you're putting extra feed uh, you might you might be wanting to rush your cattle in um, and the opportunity is there to um, to maybe take some prices that that are a little bit lower and so by being able to you know by knowing that you can hold your cattle your feed costs are there's some help in subsidizing that it just helps pull the cattle in in a little bit more of an orderly fashion and the result of it then is the prices have uh, gone up now they're not back to normal um, Mm -hmm. but they certainly are up from those dramatic lows where they were yeah, Janice, I was wondering where things are right now. If you had to, you know, I don't know, even rate it on a scale from 1 to 10, are you sitting at about a 4? We back up around 7 when it comes to getting back to normal. How would you do, How would you describe it? Well, you know, um, the processing plants are up and running at yeah. near normal capacity. Actually, they've added extra shifts in order to, you know, because they have to social distance to keep everybody safe, uh, which means it slows things down, but they've added some extra shifts, so they're almost up to normal. So I'm going to say, you know, I use the word cautiously optimistic because (laughs) I think that's uh, where everybody is right now, but I would say things are back to normal on maybe a seven or an eight, uh, which is pretty good, and fingers crossed, we, you know, we know COVID numbers are increasing again, Mm -hmm. so uh, that's, that's, the caution part (laughs) but let's hope everything keeps going so when you if you were to look in your into your crystal ball um you know right now if if things continue to progress the way that they have been over the past a number of weeks what does that look like uh through the rest of the summer and then into that important fall season for you well the predictions are that if everything keeps going the way it is by october we could be back to uh, normal numbers and that's good for the whole entire value chain you know it's good for the the beef processors it's good for the feedlots and then it's also good for the cow calf that it, it you know that's wanting to um move their their cattle along too so again you know cautiously optimistic um another you know real good um news story for for our industry is that beef demand continues to be relatively good um you know with with restaurants having some issues we were worried that there would be less demand but it's just been a little bit of a switch demand like maybe different cuts that people are looking for but you know as long as demand keeps going and we're able to keep our processing plants going um it's it's looking good for the fall so Janice, I have to tell you that uh, the number of texts that I have coming in right now are asking, so when will the price of beef be going down a little bit? <laughs> because it did go up, you know, and a lot of folks are like, oh. Yeah. It did go up, yeah. Um, I, you know, again, that goes to the retailers, but I have seen prices starting to come down. Um, so we're, we're hoping they are going to be normalizing and, uh, you know, look for those sales because they're out there. 
Well, and that was it. And I know even some uh, some butchers were having trouble getting, you know, uh, you know, beef beef in uh, different parts, you know, different uh, cuts as as you mentioned in and everything. And so slowly things starting to ease up. If if you, um, Janice, were to look back over the past four months and you know what has happened, you know, moving forward, um, the lessons learned. What would they be? And and what do you think needs to be done? You know, looking ahead. Hopefully, we never have to go through anything like mm-hmm. this again. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've, a lot of the industry leaders that I've talked to over the past number of months, I've asked them, you know, what are the what are the things that we've learned and, and how can we implement to make change better moving forward? And, and what would it be from, from you know, from your seat as, you know, president and CEO of the Alberta Cattle Feeders Association? Well, I would say we did, we did a couple things well, and there are a couple things we certainly could do better. Um, the things that we did well within our industry is uh, very quickly the industry coalesced, and we worked together very collaboratively, and um, I think that was that was positive, uh, and it actually is going to lead us going forward to be a more collaborative model. So I, I'd say that's some of the things that we certainly did well. Um, go, you know, in, in retrospect, if we could have changed, um, having some kind of a, of a protocol in place ahead of time. I mean, nobody necessarily thought these things were going to happen, and we, um, you know, and, and the science has changed so quickly. But I think we could have been more proactive in having protocols in place. And we've got them now going forward, so that's a positive. Having this set-aside program in place, that's a positive because um, now we can get that up and moving a lot quicker. Um, uh, So, you know, so certainly there's been lessons learned. And, you know, the other part is as the industry, that's one of the things we're looking at right now is can we go back and look at what we did and and how we could have made those improvements going forward but we're still learning we're still in, yeah. a, in a learning process well of course i think we all are i think we all yeah. are janice and there's going to be still a lot more to learn and a lot more to make good on as we move forward janice tranberg joining me this afternoon thank you so much for your time i appreciate it thank you